beyond. Like when of his own accord, he stays with his head buried between my legs even after I've come. Just because he wants to. Because he loves my taste. And wants to give me that extra climax that'll make my day that just much better. Or when he goes and buys me lingerie or cupcakes. Sometimes, I add little bonus tasks, just because I can. Maybe he'll have to wear my lipstick while running his errands. Going to the same shops and restaurants he regularly makes pickups for me. Letting them wonder who exactly this hot man is with the deepest crimson on his lips. I like to keep him on his toes. And enjoy every opportunity I can to make sure everyone who sees me knows not just how successful I am, but that I've parlayed that success into possessing a cutie pie like Patrick. Possession isn't just nine-tenths of the law. It's the ultimate corporate status symbol. Just like you see men with white hair flaunting their extremely perky secretaries with their extremely perky, often enlarged breasts as a way of saying fuck you to any other men venturing into his office, I use Patrick as a way to confirm my success. Just seeing him sitting behind his desk, his brown hair tucked behind his ears, smooth-shaven cheeks looking ready to pinch is enough to get me out of bed even when I'd rather call in sick. There's no one telling me I can't, but somehow Patrick manages to make me feel better. Today I decided that I wanted a special lunch for my favorite high-end place, the ultimate Manhattan C&B scene restaurant. You usually can't get a reservation on the same day, but I've instructed Patrick to do whatever he can to make the various hostesses of my favorite places happy, and he's done whatever it took to make sure that if I want a table, I get it. Maybe some bosses prize discretion, but I've enjoyed hearing about the after-hours blowjobs, spankings, and beatings he's given and taken to prove his devotion to the job. I also think these adventures have taught him well that to get ahead in the world, you have to be open, agreeable, ready for anything, and it can't hurt to have a wide sexual appetite. Usually I get my lunches delivered so I can close my door and work in peace, masterminding next season's colors, overseeing our ads, posting on my blog about the latest makeup news, checking numbers and simply enjoying some downtime. I'm not a huge social eater, so when I told Patrick we were taking a long lunch, he knew something was up. Most of my staff are allowed to get away with casual clothing, but not Patrick. I like to see him in a dress shirt and slacks every day, his shoes shiny and perfect. He can afford to buy the designer brands I prefer, and he knows if he comes in wearing yesterday's rumbled clothes or some old sweater and jeans, he'll be sent home. I get off on the power of knowing he'll do what I say, no matter how bizarre, as evidenced by the time I told him to come in wearing a hot pink tie I'd had delivered to his apartment along with matching pants. He did it, and no one dared say a word in front of me. This time, though, I had a definite plan in mind. I wanted to push Patrick as far as I can, and the mere thought was making my pussy cream. To prep him, I took out my breast, positioning it strategically against my navy silk blazer, and took a photo, then emailed it to him. I run the company, so there's nobody telling me what I can and can't email. The subject line to him read, Ready for lunch? I know he loves to nurse on my tits, and I enjoy it just as much. He knocked discreetly on my door, and when I let him in, I saw his massive dick pressing against the softness of his pants, and suddenly I was hungry for more than wild bear tortellini. But I couldn't let my appetite for cock get in the way of today's mission. Get my coat, I barked dismissively, because that is how I speak to him. And he did, holding it so I can easily slide my arms arms I spend hours toning with a trainer each week, into the sleeves. My five-inch black heels clicked on the ground as Patrick walked a discreet distance behind me. Our offices aren't too far from this very famous bistro, and though we could have taken a cab, 
I liked the looks that we drew as we walked, with Patrick remaining a few deferential steps behind me. I snapped my fingers when we hit the sidewalk, and he handed me a cigarette, then flipped the lighter open and lit it for me. I will fully admit that I only wanted a few puffs. I wouldn't even call myself a recreational smoker, but more a kinky one. I love how fast Patrick can get my smoke lit. Love the ritual of taking that first powerful inhale, then turning just enough to blow it back in his face. Nothing says power trip like wearing my brightest red lipstick and holding a long, extra-skinny cigarette in my hand. Well, except for when we're at a posh event and I make Patrick hold my smokes for me as I'm smoking them, having to stand nearby to hold the cigarette to my lips every time I want another puff. We arrived at the ornate door to the restaurant, where Patrick opened the door for me and ushered us inside. We spied many famous faces, such as Barbara Walters and Kathy Lee Gifford, as we were led to our seats, in a fashionable area, near those who radiated wealth and power.